The warm-up is proudly sponsored by Voiceify. Stick around to find out what Voiceify can do for your brand. Good evening and welcome to the warm-up with Orion live. Uh, we've got our first episode of the season this evening uh, and we're kicking it off with an absolute belter. We're going to be joined by the goal-scoring Welsh wizard, Tom James, very shortly. Uh, we're also really delighted to have our Orient Live pundits, Andrew Butler and Brendan Pitcher on uh, the space as well. Uh, now this season, just so you're all aware, we're going to be doing this live uh, every week before a home match and we're going to be joined by lots of special guests as well as uh, speakers and, and pundits from Orient Live uh, and from now on these will also be released as podcasts on Spotify and Apple as well so make sure that you do subscribe and follow along for all our podcasts but first it's been an incredible start to the season with six points out of six two clean sheets uh, and some fantastic victories over Grimsby and Crawley. And Andrew, just how buzzing are you for it to all be back? Uh, well, totally buzzing for it to all be back. But also, I mean, uh, just an incredible start to the season. The game against Grimsby was um, probably one of my favourite in, in a long time for, for various reasons. But also just being able to to hold on. Not that I think we particularly needed to, to hold on against Crawley, but to just get the maximum points from the first two games of the season has been um, has been fantastic. So, yeah, um, absolutely no complaints um, from me thus far in the league. And it's it's the first pre-season under, under Richie Brendan. And what have you taken from those first two games? It's the first time we've really seen him have an opportunity to work in pre-season uh, and work on his philosophy. And, and what have you taken from those games against Grimsby and Crawley? Yeah, absolutely. Like Andrew says, you can't complain with with two wins out of two. I I think Richie would be the first to admit that they haven't been absolute at his peak level of what he would want from a side. But to win without without being at your peak level really speaks to what he's doing with this side and how he's implementing things. I think obviously we we still need that defensive midfielder. I think he's been quite clear about that, and we've also missing. Of our most natural number nine in Aaron Drynan. So again, to win in the manner that we have both both league games without those two players and to play some good football at times and score some really, really nice goals, it's incredibly pleasing. Well, you say we're missing our, our natural number nine and of course we are with Aaron Drynan on the, uh, the sideline with an injury. But Andrew, I know he's in the room, so he's listening, old Tom James. But, um, <laughs> He, he's been the one we've been going to for goals. It, it, we haven't even really missed having a striker. Well, no. I mean, I, I, I can't wait to speak to Tom because um, uh, we shouldn't be reliant on absolute worldies because, um, because you know, you, you, you've got to score some scrappy goals from, from time to time. Um, but it's a, it's just a sign of a good, you know, a, a really good start, a start, but also a sign of a good team as well. You know, we've, we've had periods where we've been so ultra-reliant on goals from I'm thinking of like you know this season where Danny Johnson scored 20 goals I can't remember it was something like 40 to 45 percent of all of our goals um were scored by him and you could tell that just if he doesn't score a goal then no one else is going to and so it's a really important thing to just spread out the goals get goals from all over the park and uh I mean it's been a phenomenal start um considering you know, it's only two weeks into the season that we've got two gold of the season contenders. But um, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what Tom's got to say about that. Well, he is in and he's ready as a speaker and we'll come to him very shortly. But first, Brendan, we we did see ourselves get knocked out of the Carabao Cup last night, losing 2-0 to Forest Green Rovers. Um, there was no real shame in the, in the performance there. And I suppose, is it the old cliche we now get to uh, focus on the league? 
Yeah, I guess you can look at it that way. I think Forest Green made a lot less changes than we did. They played pretty much their strongest team and and they're a good side. They're, they'll probably stay up in League One this season. They play some good football and I don't think it's any disgrace to lose to them, especially the manner of defeat. I mean, it sounds like we had a lot of chances. We could have probably should have been level at halftime. I think George Moncur had a number of chances. But yeah, like you say, now you can concentrate on the league. It's one less game. It's it's the Carabao Cup, which would have been nice to get through and perhaps get a, a Premier League get, um tied but if you kind of get through and then you get like an underwhelming league one game again it's kind of like oh you're better off out of it so yeah a good chance to concentrate on the league definitely well that's your thoughts brendan but we've got a man who uh played on the pitch last night and he played in a, a multitude of positions played right back left back and in the middle as well so tom thank you for joining us here on the warm-up it's an absolute pleasure to have you um First of all, I mean, we'll start off with last night. As Brennan was just saying, what, what was the feeling after after last night's game against Forest Green Rovers? Um, I think it was a bit of both, really. Um, I think, like you said then, um, there was a lot of positives to take from the performance. Um, obviously, we made quite a few changes with a few boys that haven't had a lot of minutes at the start of the season. Um, but, I mean, again, like you said, Obviously, we're out of that competition now, so we we can look at the league, and that's the that's the main objective this season to get promoted. Um, so we can really look to to attack the league now. And let's take a look at the league then, because you've got a one hundred percent scoring record <laughs> in 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 the league, and they weren't exactly tappings either. How have you found that uh, that start to the season in those two games? Um, I think performance wise, is definitely. On, uh, personally and as a team uh but you can't you can't blame with the the results we've had obviously you go into the first game of the season and you're kind of just looking to win it however it happens and kind of build from that um so i think in terms of obviously results we're we're really happy with it but we'll know as a group that there's there's things to work on as well and as i said in that in that introduction for you tom we You've you've played in a few positions already. We've only really played two or three games. So, talk us through. You you opened the season playing in the the holding midfield role. You've played it right back and featured briefly on on the left as well. So, let's talk about that spot in the middle. How have you found it in that new role? Uh, it's something that I've played a couple of times, uh, more so a couple of years ago uh, when I was at Yeovil, uh, and it's something I enjoy. Uh, it's something where I know myself. I need to work on things to to really do do like the defensive side of it more uh, better. Um, but it's something that I think if I was to have like a chance of a few games, if that was a possibility, I I think I'd I'd do quite well in there. Um, but I think probably realistically for now, I think I could do a job in there. But right back is probably more more suited for me and for how we play. And and on a personal level, then I know you said about the team performance, but you've been playing in, in in those roles, but and you've still been managing to get on the score sheet. Let's talk through the one that I think one one question came through on Twitter asking where you're going to be putting your Puskas award, um, but that that was some incredible strike of of the ball against Grimsby. That was I think personally one of the best goals I've seen, not just at Orient but in live football. <laughs> talk, talk, talk us through that, Tom. That was special. Uh, I, I don't really know what to start with, to be honest. It's just kind of one of those those ones that, as soon as it comes off off my foot, I kind of knew um, I knew where it was going. Um, 
it's it's definitely the best one I've ever scored. Um, and I think if I top that, it's going to be something very special. Um, but it's it's again, it's it's something that I'm quite confident with being on the edge of the box, uh, hitting it first time or taking a touch and having a go is is something I'm quite confident in doing. Well, that confidence is is really really clear. Um, and we, we've had a few questions coming on Twitter for you uh, as well, Tom. So we're going to just put a few of them to you now. LOFC Ben's asked um, if there's been any uh, out of the training ground team bonding or interaction that happens. Has anyone had any barbecues or or any games night or has anything happened in 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 that respect? Uh, not so much like barbecues or or stuff like that, but there's always chats and stuff going on of little like out of the training grounds, things we could do. And I think it's something we'll probably start to do a little bit more of this season. Um, nothing's like really set in stone yet, but it's, it's something that we're all interested in. Craig, Craig Clay actually put something in the chat the other day of like, um, oh, what was it? It's like a, a gaming thing, a virtual reality gaming thing in central London. Um, and a few of the boys kind of jumped on that. So I think we might all uh, go and do that. In uh, on one of our days off soon. Nice. So that was that was the first one, and the next one following up. I'm not sure if this is a uh, an Orient fan. This one, but Martin McConaughey has asked, "How do you look back on your time at Yeovil, and how much do you practice your free kicks?" Um, obviously, I'll let you answer both parts of that question. There. Um, it is good and bad. My time at Yeovil. Obviously, the the bad side of it is the the relegation side of it. Um, but the rest of it is all good. I mean, it's, it's where I kind of started my career um, with like regular first team football. Um, and I had a lot of games there and a lot of good mates um, who I still speak to today. Um, but obviously the last memory I have is the, the relegation. So it's kind of, it's tarnished my memory of Yeovil a little bit. Um, but on a whole, it was it was very good. And oh, sorry. And the the free kick side of it is, I've practiced that since I was probably about, I don't know, seventeen, eighteen in in youth team. Um, and it's something I'll do. Not not every day, but probably every week. I'll I'll stay out for a little bit and do like, I don't know, ten free kicks or something. Just just kind of like t- keep it ticking over. Just trying to keep that technique as as good as I can. Um, Tom, sorry, it's, it's Andrew here. On on that, um, has there been a discussion between you and George Moncur? Because obviously George got um, a great uh, free kick in pre-season against Spurs. But actually going back um, a couple of weeks before that against Haringey Borough, um, Brendan and I were both there and you took one from about, it must have been somewhere between 35 and 40 yards maybe. And um, me and Brendan were sat next to each other and we were like, hang on, there's no one in the boxes. Oh, he's going to shoot. You caught the, the keeper a bit off guard. It smashed off the crossbar. But have you and George like had a bit of a discussion about that in training? Um, no, it's more so like on the pitch during your game. It's like if if George picks up the ball and he's feeling confident over it, I'm I'm not going to be the kind of guy who pushes him off it and says, "Nah, I'm on free kicks." Or and I mean, he's exactly the same. If if I was to pick it up and I felt felt good over it, I think he'd be. It. Um, and as well, the the kind of technique that I use is kind of more suited for for a further out kind of free kick, and his way is better 
in and around the box. So it, it kind of fits in quite well together. So that, Tom, we'll, we'll just have one more question from Twitter before uh, we move on as well. And this last one's from Linda Perry, 186, who's asked, what managerial qualities get the best performance out of their players? And I guess if we maybe make that a little bit more personal to you and ask, what do you feel gets the best out of yourself in, in, in terms of your manager? Uh, I think it's very, especially in today's game, I think it's all about the man management side of it. Um, I think the the football side of it and and all that is kind of it's kind of a given now. Like the standard of coaching is going up every year, uh, so that's kind of a given. That the man management side of it is is the important thing. I think where obviously you have twenty plus men in the change room who all need to kind of be looked after in a different way. Some needs some need a telling off at half time. Some need a like an arm around the shoulder. Some need to be left alone. Um, I'm in the bracket of kind of. Well, I like to think that I need to be left alone and because I, I know what I need to do. I know what I've done good and bad in that half. Um, Are you just saying that in case Richie listens back to this and uh, <laughs> I hope he leaves you alone a little bit more? Yeah, just don't shout at me. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's all very personal. Um, and for yeah, for me, I think it's it's all about the man management of how, how they can deal with, with each player individually. Stuff there, Tom. That's all from our questions from the fans. Um, and before we let you go, just looking ahead towards Saturday, how desperate are you and the lads for to make it three out of three when we face Mansfield? Yeah, um, I think it's it's something that we want to continue, like the the winning mentality and the the kind of little run we've started. Um, it's going to be a completely different game to the the game against Forest Green against Mansfield. Um, it's something that we're we're already preparing for, um, but it's something we're looking forward to, and we're we're going into it very confident. Well, that's absolutely fantastic to hear, and thank you so much for joining us, Tom. Best of luck for Saturday. Hopefully, you can get on the score sheet again with another screamer. Thank you um, very much. And of, of course, don't forget, you listeners, if you just caught the back end of that, uh, this live space will be available to listen back to on Spotify and Apple. Um, so do subscribe and make sure you go and listen back to that one now brendan let's just quickly look ahead towards saturday's game we're yet to concede a goal we've we've won both games how confident are you heading into saturday's game against mansfield i think i, I said on the stream on, on saturday i think it's about as tough as you can get in the league at the minute i think mansfield for me are, are probably the favorites for the title they they, they came to brisbane road last year and they were really out of form and, and managed to sneak a nil-nil and we probably should have won. But since then, they went on an amazing run, ended up in the playoffs. And, and they've, they're a side that's always kind of spent big at this level. And, and this summer, they've probably been a little bit more reserved. They've kept their squad. Nigel Clough has got a good dressing room there of good, experienced pros and just added to it with a with a couple of good signings. Someone like Hiram Botang, who was playing at the top end of League One last season. So, yeah. I think it's going to be a really, really tough test for Orient, but it's one where find out a lot about this side. We'll find out how how they mix it against some, well, a, a real top side in this league. It may well be a tough test, but how confident are you going off the back of our performances so far this season? There, there seems to be uh, a fair bit of solidity there, if, if unless you disagree with me there, Andrew. 
Um, no, I, no, I, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I'm, I, I agree entirely with Brendan in, in terms of Mansfield being one of the the, the tougher tests on paper, um, for sure. I think we've been kind of fortunate in some respects to have started the season against Grimsby, who are obviously a promoted side, and Crawley away. Um, historically, has been a, a bit trickier, but on Saturday they didn't really provide too much of, of a threat. So this will be a, a very tough game, um, but. The, the consistency is a really important point because um, starting, what was it, the 10 out of the, no, 8 out of the 11 players who started the first game of the season against Grimsby started the last game of um, last season. I think what we're seeing is just that that consistency, that building. And, and we've, we've had this before, and I've said this um, on the stream a couple of weeks ago as well, about how um, when we got promoted from the National League, you saw the start of um, the, that, that National League season was was so familiar to the end of the, um, the previous season and, and just building off a decent preseason, but also a, a really good end to um, the pre previous season was was so important. And this is this is where I think now we can set a really good early marker um, uh, out and and put in a, a decent performance against Mansfield. If we get all three points, then people will suddenly be starting to um, starting to turn their heads because. Um, we, we do have a good team on paper. Um, we've shown that we can um, beat teams in in you know in, a, in in quite a handy manner against Grimsby, but also kind of grit it out away from home against Crawley. Mansfield will be a, a very very tough team to beat, but um, people will probably start looking at us and going, "Do you know what? You know they're or are looking strong this season if we do it. Obviously, get three points." Well, Brendan, that's Andrew's view on, on, on Orient from a footballing perspective. But what do you expect uh, that Mansfield will actually bring to the game in terms of their football? Uh, I think you know what you're going to get with a Nigel Clough team. They're going to be very hard working. They're going to be quite direct. I think they play with a, a three at the back system with um, Ollie Hawkins at the centre of that, which is quite an interesting one. I think he'd been predominantly a striker for most of his career, but I think back to that last game last year at Brisbane Road where he was converted to a centre-back and he's basically played there ever since. So they've got good wing-backs and people like Lucas Aikens who can get up and down. And like I mentioned, I think Hiram Boateng is their, their real danger man and their star sign and he's a man that can provide that bit of creativity from midfield. So yeah, like I said, I think they're, they're well-stocked in a lot of positions. They're going through a little bit of an injury crisis at the minute. I think um, Jordan Bowery also picked up a red card on Tuesday. He's a player that Orient fans will know well, but he's suspended. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough test, but one that ultimately Orient are going to have to kind of come through if they're going to be up in that kind of promotion convention. Well, it is certainly an exciting fixture in E10 this Saturday. And, of course, don't forget to head over to the Orient website to pick up your tickets for that fixture if you're able to make it. And if you're an international fan, the match will be streamed live on Orient Live, so make sure you join uh, us there on that. And if you're a UK fan and you aren't able to make it to the game, audio passes are available as well. Uh, and just to remind you one last time, if you did miss this evening's episode and you're just catching it now, then it is available to listen back to on Apple and Spotify podcasts. So make sure you go over there and subscribe to that and catch us before every home game when we will be doing the warm-up with Orient Live. Thank you again to Andrew and Brendan for joining and a massive thanks to Tom James for being our special guest as well. Enjoy the rest of the week and we'll see you on Saturday when the O's face Mansfield. Up the O's. Voiceify is the world's best conversational AI platform for designing, building and publishing custom voice applications. Leighton Orient used Voiceify to create our fan experience on Amazon Alexa and you can access it by saying Alexa, 
open late in Orient. If you're interested in learning how easy it is to voiceify your brand, visit www.voiceify.com. That's www.voiceify.com.